0: Taiwan reported 16 local COVID cases on Wednesday, the most in a single day since the start of the pandemic. Ten of them are close contacts of a man diagnosed on Tuesday, a former president of a Lions Club chapter in New Taipei.
1: Three other cases are linked to an entertainment facility in Yilan, where five cases were confirmed the day before. Let's hear from the Central Epidemic Command Center.
2: Today, we confirmed 16 new domestic cases and one other case that's still under investigation. Case 1216 is an employee of the Galaxy Baccarat facility in Elon Two other cases are contacts of hers, one who lives with her and another who does not, case 1231 and 1232. Case 1231 is an elementary school student. All of his classmates have been put under home quarantine and classes have been cancelled. Case 1217 was tested at the Jilongchanga Memorial Hospital and the source of infection is unknown. Case 1218 is the wife of Case 1203, the former Lions Club president who everyone is familiar with, and 1223 to 1230 are all connected to the Lions Club. So there are currently 11 cases in the Lions Club cluster. Cases 1220 and 1221 are workers at two different tea shops in Taipei's Wanhua District. We are still investigating the source of their infections. Case 1222 is a woman in her 30s who works as a flight attendant. We are investigating the source of her infection.
1: Taiwan's pandemic alert system has four levels, each with its own set of rules and restrictions. Taiwan is currently at level 2 and may go up to level 3 in the coming days, according to the CECC. A Level 3 alert will come if there are three community clusters in a week or at least 10 cases from unknown infection sources in a day. Level 3 measures include mandatory mask-wearing out-of-doors and the shutdown of all non-essential businesses. Health Minister Chen Shizhong said Wednesday that the government will widen contact tracing and take other steps to de-escalate the epidemic demand for masks and sanitizer is surging as COVID spreads. Pharmacists report that over the last two days, mask sales have increased tenfold. Amid the scramble for PPE,
0: the president and premier have moved to assure the public that medical supplies are sufficient. They also called for full compliance with the guidelines of the CECC.
3: Social distancing is in place at the DPP's Central Standing Committee meeting. Amid a surge in local cases, President Tsai addressed the nation before the start of the meeting.
2: At present, we have enough medical supplies and medical care resources to cope. Please rest assured that we will eventually have enough COVID vaccines. I would like to ask the public not to panic. Let us be rigorous and vigilant as we follow the guidance of the CCC in battling the pandemic. I want to remind us all that it was by staying united that we were able to overcome past crises so that Taiwan's COVID success could be seen by the world. At this juncture, the challenge that faces us is severe. I would like to ask you all to increase your vigilance and comply with the guidance. I believe we'll be able to overcome this challenge together.
3: President Tsai said to be on the alert for fake news.
2: I'd also like to give a special reminder that during this period, reports of unknown origin may emerge, fake news. I want to ask that when you receive questionable information, verify it promptly and do not be quick to send it to others. I will instruct the CCC to strengthen its promotion of correct information. Please be on the alert.
3: At a Tainan school, the national intercollegiate athletic games are underway. Premier Su Jin Chang inspected COVID measures at the host campus on
1: Wednesday.
2: Given today's situation, we need to be even more careful. We have not yet raised the pandemic alert, but we do need to put in place all the SOPs requested by the CCC yesterday. I also want to inform the people that we have ample pandemic supplies, including masks, alcohol, and sanitizing products. For more than a year now, the government has made excellent preparations, and our supplies are quite sufficient, please rest assured. Over the past year or so, due to our successful preventative strategies, we've been able to keep the COVID situation from becoming severe but it's inevitable to let down your guard. So now we ask that you all get back in pandemic mode. This call was not targeted at the individual, but at the public as a whole. We are all in the same
3: boat. With the COVID crisis worsening, the government is gearing up for a hard fight. Tsai plans to convene a high-level national security meeting to talk strategies for the coming months.
0: Amid the growing COVID crisis, New Taipei has decided to shut down eight types of non-essential businesses for one month. From Thursday until June 8th, businesses including dance halls, internet cafes, karaoke parlors and video game
1: arcades will be closed. Businesses caught violating the ban could be fined up to 15,000 NT in accordance with Communicable Disease Control Act. New Taipei is also closing a range of public facilities such as libraries and gyms. Over in Taipei City, the local government has called off all large-scale events from now to June 8th. It also plans to enforce mandatory real-time registration at all public facilities. Taiwan blue
0: magpies are causing consternation at Chinese Culture University, where aggressive magpie attacks are a daily hazard for staff and students
1: alike. This endemic species is only aggressive in an effort to protect its young, which hatch at this time of year. But for campus regulars, avoiding aerial ambush has become a new job.
4: The blue magpie sits in a tree, tilting her head back and forth cute as a cupcake until she decides to strike. Suddenly, she swoops down, talons outstretched at someone's head. This kind of ambush is now a part of life at Chinese Culture University.
2: Here I am at the exact spot where the ambush took place, beside the Baihua Pond in Chinese Culture University. See how many magpies' nests there are in the tree behind me, and magpies flying around nearby. Recently, many CCU students have experienced these attacks. 走在走. Just I was just walking by up there and then suddenly it flew down. I felt my head got hit. I thought a fruit had fallen from the tree, but then I saw it was a magpie. Perhaps I thought my head was a nest. <laughs> I had just taken a photo and was about to leave when I suddenly felt something tear at my scalp. I was being attacked. When you read it in the paper in the morning, it sounds so cute. When it's you being attacked, it's not cute.
4: April to August is the breeding season for the Taiwan blue magpie. Mother birds may attack disturbers to protect their young. That's why they got the nickname Taiwan Angry Birds.
2: It's probably because the chicks have hatched, so they are trying to protect their nest. So the magpies have attacked many students walking past below. The way it attacks is to swoop down, then jerk upward and grab the person's head.
4: The victims of such attacks are understandably shocked. But bird experts have urged people not to take an eye for an eye. Damaging birds' nests or driving them away is an infringement of animal protection law, incurring fines of 60,000 NT and up.
0: COVID-triggered panic selling took hold of the TIEX on Wednesday, which posted its worst intraday loss in history. Taiwan shares fell by more than 1,400 points during the session before recovering to close down 4.11 percent
1: or 680 points lower. The index ended just below the 16,000-point mark. Trading volume set a new record of 772.7 billion NT. Over the last two trading days, the Taiex lost all the gains it made over the past three months. trillion NT evaporated from the market, with traders losing 360,000 NT each. The finance ministry will decide in the coming days whether to activate the Stock Rescue Fund to support the market. Antibacterial products, including wet wipes, are advertising themselves with false claims and infringing label laws, according to a new survey from the Consumers Foundation.
0: The independent lobbyist for consumers' rights found that numerous products do not adhere to regulations, with many not containing enough alcohol to warrant their claims.
2: There are lots of alcohol wet wipes on the market, and some claim to kill 99.9% of bacteria. Others claim to disinfect or sterilize surfaces. But does the alcohol content match the hype?
1: There are
3: Among these 17 products, one does not have the label, which clearly violates the Commodity Labeling Act. There are another six that claim to be antibacterial. Now, normal products can advertise that, but they must provide some test results that prove that they are indeed antibacterial.
2: A survey by the Consumers Foundation shows that of 17 ethanol-based wet wipes, only five had an alcohol content over 70 percent. Two were found to contain antibacterial agents, and six contained excessive preservatives. Products with less than 70% ethanol content cannot claim to kill 99.9% of bacteria. Adding antimicrobial agents may suppress microbes' growth, but won't kill them.
3: It should be at least 70% ethanol, but not too much. Over 85%, it starts to become less effective because at the higher concentrations, the ethanol evaporates faster and can't enter into the bacteria. So the concentration has to be within an appropriate range.
2: The pandemic isn't past yet, and the drought crisis has also spurred demand for medical ethanol and alcohol wet wipes. But Taiwan lacks legal regulations on the concentration of ethanol and other ingredients in antibacterial products. The Consumers Foundation is calling on governmental agencies to draw up new rules as soon as possible.
0: Amid fresh COVID fears, Taiwan's Professional Baseball League announced on Wednesday that it will close its games to spectators effective immediately.
1: Stadiums will be closed until June 8th, and refunds will be handled by the individual teams.
0: On
2: the baseball field, players are giving it their all. Off to the side, cheerleaders are cheering them on. However, the sight of excited fans in the bleachers will be absent for a while. On Tuesday, the CECC raised its pandemic warning level to Level 2. The CPBL increased its pandemic prevention measures in response, calling for socially distanced seating, a ban on food and drink, and masks at all times while in the stadium. A message lit up the scoreboard announcing the measures, catching food vendors and fans by surprise.
3: I saw the notice that we can't bring in food or drink, which also includes water. I think if water was fine and then they had these other measures, people would be much more willing to attend the games. And if you already bought tickets for good seats, and then they're saying you have to buy new tickets, for the people who already had their tickets, that's a bit of a loss.
2: But just one day after the CPBL announced the emergency measures, it made another, more drastic pronouncement. From now until June 8th, fans will not be allowed into the stadiums. Teams announced they would be issuing refunds for purchase tickets.
3: Refunding tickets involves the individual systems of each of the teams, as well as the processing fees involved. The CPBL will provide assistance, ensuring the protection of fans' rights, and integrating the process. While teams are processing things on their end, we will integrate their updates and make announcements to the fans.
2: Major events planned by the CPBL for May, including concert events, had sold out in a flash. These events will now be postponed due to the pandemic.
1: With pandemic measures ramping up, the tourism sector is bracing for steep losses in the year ahead. Travel agencies have been flooded with phone calls from customers wanting to cancel their bookings.
0: After 20 years in the business, Earth Holiday Travel Service threw in the towel this week, announcing the layoff of its 40 employees.
3: It's cancellation after cancellation. At this travel agency, phones are ringing off the hook. Taiwan raised its pandemic alert to Level 2 on Monday, prompting a wave of tour cancellations that will dampen operations until the end of the year. So far, some 7,800 people have called off their trips. This travel agent, surnamed Cao, says the industry has a troubled year ahead. Summer is coming up, to be followed by the September-December season, the peak period for domestic travel. The tour sector is bracing for a stinging loss.
2: I've gotten dozens of calls because customers are cancelling. Trips scheduled for this week and trips that depart next week are starting to get cancelled. We've got the police department saying it can't go. Lots of customers that were going to catch a flight, they're starting to ask about refunds for cancellations or starting to say there's a payment issue.
3: Industry representatives say the pandemic measures have sent sales revenue dropping by 60 to 70 percent. The industry's revenue
2: loss has been about 20 million NT and the sales loss about 6 million NT. So these losses, because customers will be unwilling to bear these losses, they will lead to grave losses for travel agencies.
3: With deep losses looming, one travel agency has already called it quits. After 20 years in the business, Earth Holiday Travel Service has announced online that it's closing down. It's laying off all 40 of its employees, after struggling through the pandemic for more than a year. Company chair Zheng Taihua says he's exhausted with running the business.
2: The loss so far we've lost at least 100 million NT. Wouldn't you be tired too? There seems to be no end to the pandemic.
3: Lamenting the endless pandemic, Zeng says he can't afford to lose more and has already filed an application to dissolve the business. With the pandemic set to stretch on, more travel agencies could follow suit.
0: This June, multinational art group Ravenel is planning to hold its spring auction in physical format in
1: Taipei. What will this year's event feature? Formosa News reporter Stephanie Yang shows us the highlights.
0: Ravanel's spring auction will take place in Taipei from June 3rd to 6th. Going under the hammer on the final day is a series of masterpieces by Zhu Dequan and Zhao Wuji.
2: Behind me is Zhao Wuji's work that dates to the 1950s. It includes what we call the early oracle series. At 55 million NT, the estimated price is low for a work of this size. At a auction of another auction house, this same piece went for more than 74 million Hong Kong dollars. So for a work by this
0: artist, the estimate here is low. The auction also features the world-acclaimed Japanese artist Yoshitomo Nara. The auction features his piece Untitled, which is currently his largest work on the auction market.
2: In terms of Japanese artists, everyone knows that Yoshitomo Nara exhibited his works in Taiwan So in this auction, we have a work by Yoshitomo Nara. This is something that's familiar to us, this figure with the innocent eyes. Another
0: feature artist is Damien Hirst, who's represented by his legendary spin paintings. This work is presented
2: in a circular arc. In addition, we also have butterfly-shaped or heart-shaped ones. The artist has autographed the back of the painting. The estimated price of this work is 110,000
0: NT, which is very low. The spring auction will be held at the Marriott Hotel from June 3rd to 6th. 180 pieces will feature in the Modern and Contemporary Art Showcase on June 6th. From of News, Stephanie Yang, Huang Ping Han in Taipei.